Welcome to another episode of I Call Next. Uh, per usual, we've got Gogo and Jackie. Arash is still on a sabbatical. Hopefully, he'll be back next week. He's on maternity oh, leave. Yeah, he's on he's matern- maternity leave. Not paternity, maternity. He had the baby. He's got Mila, so yeah. That's true. That's true. When I when I got Lulu, it was, it was a tough couple of weeks. I, I get it. I understand. Long nights. Long nights, endless sleep, constant pee. Not you never know what sleep. you're going to get. Not endless sleep. The opposite. Never getting sleep. Endless <laughs> sleep sounds like you just get to sleep all the time. You're right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you guys. How is how's everybody doing? Sports are kind of feel like light without like football now. Like everything doesn't matter as much in my opinion. Well, the reason why is because football season lasts or the NBA and the hockey seasons don't really matter until the very end. Like yeah. everything right now is like, okay, cool. Like everything can still be shuffled. Yeah. Whereas like in the NFL, every game matters. Yeah. I mean, NBA picks up after all-star break, right? Then we yeah. start to see the teams in the race for the playoffs. Then it gets a little interesting. And then playoffs kick in is when majority of people start to pick up and watch. I will say this though, enjoy the lull for maybe this week and next week. And then all-star break March conference finals for the March madness, March madness happens. And then all the NFL stuff starts up again. And then before you know it, we're in the playoffs of the NBA, NHL, and I guess baseball starts, but I don't know how much we're going to be talking about baseball until the very end. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, the very nice thing is free agency is just around the corner. And like, that's when we're still going to start seeing all of these like trades, people signing, people holding out. And I'm just so excited. Speaking of trades, we just had a massive trade. Uh, well, not technically massive, but it's it's, it's a, a big contract. trade. It's a massive contract. Yeah, it's being traded. <laughs> it's a massive contract. Carson Wentz moves over to the Colts. What well, what are you guys thoughts about it? They sent them pennies on the dollar, in my opinion. Like the Colts just landslide. I'll just start it off with Colts a landslide victory, in my opinion. I think it works perfectly oh, yeah. for them. Like I don't know, I don't know if Bill O'Brien got hired to the fucking. Um, Eagles or something or who's running the Eagles now but they're doing a terrible job and that dude needs to get fired like tomorrow in my opinion Philadelphia is taking the largest dead cap hit in NFL history of 33.8 million dollars he's so stupid for him to play on another team they're paying a player 33.8 million to play on another team I would, if I was, I know this isn't realistic, what I'm about to say, I'd be like, if I was the Eagles, I'd be like, listen, you just sit at home for a while, right? Or like, you're just the backup. You're just the most expensive backup, all right? And when your time comes, your time comes, right? Like, that's it. Like, just. Yeah, but you, you already knew coming in through it, whether it was with Doug Peterson or whoever, he, like, there's been tension there, right? It's just, it was a matter of time until a trade went through. I just don't he understand what happened. Like, you got rid of Doug Peterson because he was in favor of Jalen Hurts over Carson Wentz. And you're saying, like, oh, Carson's our guy. Carson's our guy. And boom, you just trade Carson. Like, what? Like, am I missing something here? Well, I guess, right, they didn't really anticipate, like, in the long-term-wise, right, like the multiple injuries that he's been sustaining. The Eagles didn't? As in for Carson Wentz himself, right? Like after he yeah. got hurt, you assume he came back, got hurt again. 
Uh, I mean, I just, it was just a kind of domino effect, I, I guess. I mean, there's not per se one specific thing that caused it, but I feel like it was just a multi multitude of things where it just left a bad taste in multiple people's mouths. And then with the draft of Jalen Hurts, and then he was a little more pissed off and just, it was one of those things where he's just like, all right, I'm, I'm just pissed off at this point. I just want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense from Carson Wentz's standpoint, but now if I'm the Eagles, you fired Doug Peterson and you kind of claimed it was because like the, the quarterback situation. And now you're kind of doing exactly what he wanted it to do. You're, you're going a different direction. Yeah. I mean, they definitely fucked up. Like I'm, yeah. you're right on that. I'm saying there, there's no rhyme or reason to what they did. They basically are trying to just salvage the situation now. Right. Is this they tried to go a different way? Didn't work out. Now they're going down the original plan that was there anyways because they have to salvage. Is this yeah. the situation where, like, is this a, like, we know it in Washington, and you you'll know it as a Dallas fan, where the owner is saying what he wants, and he'll take who he'll find the guy that will do what he wants, that he wants well, Jalen Hurts, and it's not being put out there. So this is kind of like I've seen a lot of Eagles fans kind of like posting about it, but. I don't think people have an issue with the ownership within the Eagles. Like everyone, if you're a Washington fan, you hate the owner. Okay. If you're a Cowboys fan, you greatly dislike about owner. The Eagles, they don't really say shit about Jeffrey Lurie. They all are kind of talking shit about Howie Roseman. Okay. Well, okay. Then so let's it, say, is it, it, is it it's the all a GM issue, I think. Is it the front office going like, I want Jalen Hurts. He pushed Jalen Hurts out there on – on Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson was the one that wanted to keep Carson with. I don't know. It's a complicated story that I'm trying to come to. I, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I'm, trying to make re I'm trying to get a reason out of it because the entire situation is so dumb. Like even like what they got, even what the Eagles got, they got a conditional second round pick that could be a first and a third. Like this makes the uh, Matt Stafford trade look like a ripoff in my opinion. Like it's, which, which it isn't, which I don't think it is. It just makes it look like a ripoff, right? Because- the conditional yeah. pick is like based off he plays like what seventy five percent or something like that. Right? Which which he will unless he gets hurt he will right. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? Like, you you we go back to that trade, right? So that trade now is the second biggest dead cap hit ever, um, <laughs> where the Rams were eating up twenty two point two million of Jared Goff's contract, and this shatters that by like eleven million. Like, but see, I you agree. you you received less. You got a lesser quarterback and like you're paying more like agreed i i think that the colts just walked away like they just robbed the eagles they walked into lincoln financial and just held them at gunpoint and took what they wanted what, what i will tell you and what it seems like you're trying to do and you just just stop is try to justify and make sense of the trade i okay. think they just fucked up that, that's it okay like, Colts <laughs> definitely won they definitely won there's no justification behind the eagles Hey, that's, what you, yeah. that's what you keep stabbing at and hinting at. I'm trying to tell you that I can't make sense of it. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I'm just trying. I'm trying because, because listen, I'm, be, I'm, I'm excited. If, if the uh -huh. Eagles are just coming down, burning to the ground, I love it. I don't care. I'm yeah. just, I was like giving them benefit of the doubt, but there is none. There actually is none. They're not burning. All right. it, they could have, they should have done better with the trade itself, but they're okay. They, they still have Hurts, which is not a bad option to have under the quarterback. Uh, but yeah, they definitely they they literally just gave it up for nothing. So yeah. I was I was listening on um, Clubhouse, you know that app where people just talk like whatever. So they had some they had some like I don't know who the fuck was on there, but they were talking about it, and there were there were Philly fans in there that were like 
Jalen Hurts is a stopgap quarterback. They're going to need to go after quarterback in the next couple of years. Like, it's not going to be a thing. That's what Philly fans are saying. I don't totally agree. I think Jalen Hurts might be all right, but, like. He completed over over 50% of his passes. He, well, he had, like, almost 350, 400 rushing yards in mm -hmm. short, short but period. He has no of help. Play. That's The problem is they have no help. He has no help, in my opinion. Like, yeah, they well, did. Problem, right? They, that's what they need to go and do. To, yeah. You know, they didn't get compensated well enough to do it, in my opinion. But I know well, I they they also yeah. cut uh, what's his name? Their wide receiver, Alshon Jeffrey. They they also just cut him today. So I think that's going to free up some space for them to pursue any wide receiver, younger wide receivers that they would like. Obviously, Alshon Jeffrey's over the hill. Deshaun Jackson kind of. Uh, tweeted out the other day that you know it's been real philadelphia city of love or whatever yeah, he's not coming back he's gone yeah he's gone jeffrey's gone they got their younger guys uh jalen Rager or whatever his name was um i could totally see them trying to make a move for a vet yeah because this is such a loaded class yeah. like it's a loaded free agency class and it's a loaded draft class so mm -hmm. I can definitely think that the Philadelphia Eagles are going to try and make some moves. They're, they're going to have to, in my opinion, because they're yeah. also probably going to lose Ertz as well, right? Ertz is probably gone too, so yeah, uh, I guess we'll see. It's so weird if you think about it, like what's kind of came down, right, since basically 2016. So they moved up what they they traded, a, what like five draft picks to take Wentz in 2016. Wentz was coming off of basically an MVP year until he got hurt. Full steps in. They win the Super Bowl. Then Wentz basically doesn't come back. Foles gets traded. And then the the guy that's supposed to be your future, the two guys, basically, Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz, is what you've invested in for, like, you know, they're both early on in their, over there at the Eagles' career who should have been there for, what, next five, ten years, you'd assume? Yeah. They get the long-term contract. They get rid of both of them. <laughs> and now they're in a rebuild. <laughs> This has to be the fastest rebuilt from Super Bowl yeah. to rebuild of all time. Like this has exactly. to be it. Like they had a promising future and now they're like, yo, what's next? Hey, <laughs> but the weirdest part about it is it kind of worked, but it didn't, but they got a Super Bowl and then it just went to shit and now they're rebuilding. Yeah. yeah. Such a sports fan. <sighs> what a weird, what a weird comment. Crazy weird stat line though for me, because we have such a QB carousel going on in the NFL right now. The craziest thing to me, and I saw a tweet um, earlier this week. I sent it over to you guys about how Carson went with Carson Wentz being gone. Obviously, Jared Goff was in that same draft um, from 2009 to 2016. There's a total of zero quarterbacks out of 22 that are still with their original teams yep. in the first round. First round quarterbacks. That's wild. That's honestly wild. Like, are you kidding me? Like, that just shows, like, trying to draft a quarterback in the first round is throwing a dart at the wall, and maybe it hits, maybe it doesn't hit. I mean, that's what the, that's what leading the, up to what I've been saying about Trevor Lawrence, right? Well, Trevor Lawrence is the next best thing, bro. <laughs> that's what you all say. I'm, I'm still going to say he's a bust. <laughs> I think he'll be in the middle. If he's a bust, it's going to be a – like, I still think – his floor is going to be Matt Liner at its best if he's a bust. That's, well, that's he, a, bust. Be a bust. It's, I mean, he's going to – like, what I'm saying is, like, Matt Liner coming into the league looked like he was going to be a great quarterback, right? 
Yeah. Went to Arizona, bad situation, just didn't really do anything. And that's why he was a bust. Yeah, the difference with this is he's going to a good situation in a rebuilding team with draft picks, with Urban Meyer. It should be interesting to see how it goes. Yeah. I'm literally going through every quarterback that was drafted that year uh, in 2016. And First round? List some of them off. Okay, it's, it's a lot of bad quarterbacks. Uh, hold on. Sorry, I have to start from the beginning now. Okay. Jared Goff went one. Carson Wentz went two. At 26, Paxton Lynch went, who didn't survive, like, three seasons. Yeah. And then Christian Hackenberg went to the Jets. I don't think he ever had started. He was a first-round pick, though. He's not. I'm, I'm saying all all picks, like, throughout the draft. He's a second-round pick, though. He's a second-round pick. Mm. Then you have Jacoby Brissett went in the third. Um, Cody Kessler went in the third. Connor Cook went in the fourth. Then you have Dak Prescott, which is going to be the only one that might be on the same team going into next season, which we'll talk about. Cardell Jones played in the XFL and got benched. <laughs> Defenders, may you live on. Uh, Cardell Jones is a Logan Thomas, right? Like he's a big quarterback that was okay for college, but you can't throw him in the NFL and have him do something. He, he had a run, right? Like he just had a run. Like yeah. he just had an unbelievable run. And then you had like Kevin Hogan and then the guy that started the controversy in Philly, Nate Sudfeld. And then there's a bunch of, like, nobody else is good. Like, Jeff Driscoll. Nobody else you've even ever heard of. So, like, that was a, actually a really bad draft class outside of Dak, to be honest. It wasn't a good yeah. one. Yeah. Well, speaking of Dak, let's kind of go into the quarterback yeah. situation in the NFC East. Yes. Just because we're all, you know, you got the Cowboys and you got the Washington football team. Who would you say is sitting at the best situation for quarterback as of today? They all suck. <laughs> okay. I'll break it this. I'll, let's break this down. Yeah. So Washington doesn't have a quarterback right now outside of. No, uh, let, let's say, let's say right now. It's Heineke. Starting quarterback is Alex Smith, right? He won't be That's here. That's your quarterback. He's not going to be here. We all know it. The quarterback so on their saying. team is not here, right? That's but your two saying. quarterbacks that, is- that you have are Alex Smith and Tyler Heineke. I would argue, and I'm not going to make this, we don't have to make this a large debate. I would think Heineke is the one. If right now, if all things are what they are, Heineke will be starting game one, in my opinion. I, I think that's what will happen. Okay. But I don't want to dig, dig too D- deep into it because we know both of these guys are not. Yeah. Dumpster, dumpster fire. fire. Dumpster fire. All right. Giants, they have <laughs> Daniel, Jones. Daniel Jones. Who's their backup? Do we know? Does anyone know? If oh, it was uh, Colt McCoy. Oh, ah, dumpster fire. So Daniel Jones and Colt McCoy. Uh-huh. Then you have uh, Dak Prescott and Andy Dalton with the Cowboys. And Philadelphia Eagles, you got Jalen Hurts. And, and Nate Sudfeld, the guy. The guy. Um, I'm thinking that, personally, I think that the Cowboys are going to franchise Dak again. Mm-hmm. That's just my gut. That's what tells me Dak comes in. Tomorrow, right? 23rd. They have until March 9th, and I think they'll use all the time until March to end up doing that with him. But I think they will do that. They're not going to go with somebody else. Yeah. I th- He's, he was playing like an MVP before he went down, and I personally think that they're just going to see how he comes back. They're not trying to do the same mistake that San Diego did with Drew Brees. Yeah. I I would I, – if, if Dallas lets go of Dak, 
That is going to be wild. But I would say their QB room is the best QB room. Even Andy Dalton is still better than everyone else out there, in my yeah. opinion. Cowboys Dalton, are in the best situation by far. Yeah. I guess who's in second best at this point? <laughs> because it's, I think it's like a big gap at that point. I mean, is it Daniel Jones and the Giants because you know who's going to be the starting quarterback, at least for game one? Uh, I mean, if the – like, personally, if you get – okay, let, let's let's diagnose the Giants' offense, right? Hmm. Their offensive wide receivers is Sterling Shepard. And uh, they got that one guy that was a, a sophomore last year. Darius Slayton. Yes. I would say they have decent wide receivers. Not great, but they're decent. Fine. They're Everett Ingram, above average tight end. And they tried rebuilding their offensive line. If okay. that offensive line holds up and you get Saquon back, That's I true. think their situation's pretty decent. Like, I. It, obviously, we know what we saw last year, and that's kind of why everyone's hesitant about it. But I think that if Daniel Jones can step up, if their offensive line can step up, and Saquon comes back healthy, they're in a good situation to win. I just don't believe in Daniel Jones, but I understand consistency you have, so I'm not going to argue it too much because at least they know who's starting. Yeah. I, I also made – also, I think – I do think Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback, though. Yeah. I, just, I do, I do but I don't know what weapons he has, right? Like, he has his feet. their offensive line is aging – Right, yeah. Jason Kelsey's up there, up in age. P, uh, Lane Johnson's getting up there in age, and I forget their guards and tackle, left tackle, because I think Peters, Peters is gone. Yeah, Peters right? is there. He's he played this year. He just hurt. Um, he moved to guard. He had to come back to tackle from guard because their left tackle got hurt. Yeah, but like he's like thirty six years old. Yeah, he, he like, he's like on the last. He should retire. Like he's yeah. on his last leg, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. For um, sure, for sure. I agree. Tight end. We're all saying that Ertz is gone. I mean, but Dallas go uh, go whatever. Gooder, he's, good. Gooder. he's good. So he's good. Fine. He's above average. I think that I think the Giants but, and the Eagles are in the same situation in the sense of they have a better quarterback, no pieces. Worst quarterback, better pieces, and it's like. If they play each other, it's not going to be a game I want to watch. It's going to be shitty, to me, in my opinion. <laughs> but the yeah, game, I mean, I think both defenses would dominate both of those games. Yeah, it would be like, a fun game. Yeah. I'm still on the Jalen Hurts train, though, like you said. Like, I've been saying this since the draft. I was like, I, I like agree. Hot. I was like, he has work ethic. That's what it is. Like, yeah. you want a guy like him to be on your team. Like, he, yes. he shows that he's going to put everything – on the line to make himself successful. He's the anti Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> yeah, he really is actually. And, which is how did the Eagles always get these players and we fucking get nothing. Um, but it was a yeah, smart draft podcast when I kept saying this guy. This I agreed with you. I agreed. <laughs> we agreed on that. We agree a lot actually. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I do say I will say this: Washington is finding a quarter a quarterback away from being decent. A quarterback away. Yeah, fine. I'm not even going to touch that. I'm not even touch if Dak leaves and he comes here, we're a quarterback away. <laughs> Dak is not coming there. And if you guys, if he does do that, he would be the dumbest person to ruin his career there. So, that, your money. It's all about the paycheck. Money. money. <laughs> all right. Speaking of big QBs and where they could possibly go, what does all of this mean for Deshaun Watson? Right. Like, 
We've seen a couple quarterbacks move now. Obviously, places that he could go have dwindled. The asking price is obviously a lot. And he's repeatedly said he's not playing. And J.J. Watt's gone. Yeah. And, like, who's left over there? You know, like, what, what could you possibly do in order to make yourselves better if you're the Houston Texans? Do you think Watson leaves? Do you think he stays? What, what do you think happens with Watson? Well, the interesting one that we've been seeing is the Panthers, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're like willing to trade CMC. Um, that would be a blockbuster deal if they if they were to try to do that. But I think they would have to give up a lot. They're looking for a lot for Watson. Is Teddy Bridgewater going to be in that deal? Yeah. I, I think you would have to. I think it would be CMC, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, the latest assault, latest souls like that, Robbie Anderson, first round, second round pick in 2021 as well. Um, another first round pick in 2022, a third round pick in 2023. And then they might want Brian Hearns as well. There's a lot. But if the, if, if I was Houston, I would take that. I yeah. would take that. A lot. You, you can still, you're not going to, you may not be a playoff team next year, but the assets that you're getting is a lot and you're building yeah, up. And uh, Teddy yeah. Bridgewater didn't play poorly last year. They just didn't give him like his best weapon. I like was, him, dude. I actually like him. Yeah. I, I feel like he just gets screwed a lot, but like he, he has played pretty decent. I, I remember yeah. a stat was like, they lost so many games by one possession. Like that's a team that's almost there. Right. He came in, he came in for the saints. Right. When Drew Brees was out. Yeah. yeah. He went undefeated, I think. Right. He went, yeah, he like, went, he went like nine and no, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so like I, I would if I was Houston, I would be like, "Yo, make me that deal," because now you have a competitive team that most likely can't beat the um, the Colts for that spot. And who else is on that team? Who else in the Titans? But like, you're not going to be zero and sixteen. I mean, you can be competitive. You make a move here and there in free agency. You're an okay team. You can be eight and eight in this NFL. You the, can- the problem with McCaffrey as an asset is obviously he's a limited time asset, right? If you get me, and by the way, I definitely think that if the Panthers can pull it off, I'd pull the trade off to get Watson over McCaffrey. Like if, if it's like, which player would you rather have? Yeah. Obviously McCaffrey's more dynamic. Watson will stay longer. Like his career will last much longer. Hopefully than yeah. McCaffrey's will. Like you can find a new running back every year. Sure. You can't find a new quarterback every year. I agree, um, but uh, I don't know. CMC is also one of those, I guess, one every, what, I don't know, like the dual threat, like he catches a lot. He, he I mean, I guess the last person we saw really like that was what Le'Veon when he was in his prime, he was catching as many of those passes, but. Yeah. But like, him. look at Le'Veon now. I agree. Yeah. It's only like five years removed from I, that. I would argue I'd rather have an Austin Eckler with Watson than a CMC, which is, you know. Fair. I'd rather just find that guy that's whatever. Catch yeah. the, you know. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're more likely to find a poor man's uh, CMC than a poor man's Deshaun Watson. You can find a poor man's Watson. It's like it's like Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> no, but like a poor man's CMC is still like a decent guy, right? Like yeah. A poor man's Watson, you're also trying to Three. find a decent guy. Thousand percent agree. No, a, a poor man's Watson is a bad quarterback. <laughs> you can't win with a bad quarterback. You can win with a bad re- running back. You know, you can't yeah. win with a bad quarterback. I mean, yo, I, 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 yeah. I mean, even then though, like if you're Houston, you still get all those picks. Fuck it, you still get all those picks. That's what you need. Do you right think now the asking you're... price has gone down at all? 
No, because Watson isn't Wentz. Watson isn't Stafford. Stafford's really good, but he's at the end of his career. And Wentz got his injury issues and all that stuff. Watson's been playing great with a dumpster but the fire. But the reason why I ask that is because the options have gone down, right? Like you got to take the, the Rams are out of the equation, the Lions are out of the equation, and the Colts are out of the equation. We got the Jets. Still you got have the Jets. You got the Panthers. Let's throw in the let's throw in the football team, right? Like Niners. Let's say you've got Dolphins. You you might have the New England Patriots involved here. Like, there's a lot of teams that need a quarterback. That's that Watson is a better quarterback than what you have right now, right? If teams are saying if if Carolina thinks that he's a better quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater, which he is, he's probably a better quarterback than a lot of teams already have, right? Like. I would I would call if I was a lot of teams like right now like shit I I mean he can't go to the Lions but the Lions also don't have a better quarterback right now after all that um, also interesting uh, interesting one where it could be a combo between the 49ers and the Vikings um, so this would what send Kirk Cousins to San Francisco Garoppolo to Houston. And then the Texans said Watson to uh, the Vikings. Uh, that would be for 49ers first round pick in 2021. So that's 12th overall to Houston. Um, Vikings would said linebacker Anthony Barr, uh, Matt, Alexander Madison, and a first round pick in 2021 and 2023. A couple second round picks in 2022 and 2023. I mean, you could do, I mean, that, that's an interesting one too, if you do multiple teams. Yeah, I I was trying to find. They had like a list of these, and I can't find it now. Damn, I need to save these things better. But I, there's just a bunch of teams, in my opinion. The Raiders yeah. could also be involved here. Another team. The, oh, the Broncos as well. Another team. That's that's like that's like that's a good like quarter of the league that it's Watson, about a quarter of the leagues in on Deshaun uh, Watson's. Yeah, so the, the price is only going up every day, in my opinion. There's only one Watson, and more teams keep popping up. Supply and yeah. demand, man. Supply and demand. If 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 Houston was smart, they'd find a way to clone him and sell two. That's what they need to do: sell two of them, and that's how you get like 18 picks in the first two rounds. <laughs> yeah. All right. You guys had any other NBA or NFL news, or should we switch over to the NBA? This is the breaking news I wanted to tell you guys um, really quick. Let me see. I saved it. 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 Right here. This is a report by Front Office Sports exclusive. Jeff Bezos has been interested in NFL ownership for some time. Bezos' attorney spoke with Baltimore-based sports investment banking firm Mog & Co., which led to, led to the effort to sell a portion of the Washington football team. And he doesn't, he's not CEO no more. He ain't got nothing to do. Just throwing it all out there. There'll be a Whole Foods at FedEx Field before you know it. Let's go. Yo, that would be the best. I'd be so excited. It's going to be the Amazon Basics football stadium. <laughs> no, you know what it's going to be? We're going to get it. It's a Super Bowl in two days or, or your money back. <laughs> this is the only one I can save that dumpster fire. Yeah, it, it's literally only Bezos. No one else. <laughs> It's like Bezos and like Elon Musk. That's it. And I don't even know if Elon Musk can do it. <laughs> you put robots out there. <laughs> all right. That's all I got. That's all I got. Yeah. That would definitely be interesting. I don't think Snyder's going anywhere. Money like, talks, man. Money talks. Money talks, but 
like, and you have to think about it. Jeff Bezos is a hundred times richer than, than Nance at a hundred times. I get that. But like, I also think $8 million dollars. Go fuck off. $8 billion. Go fuck off. Yeah, three times I, what you're I, I don't think that he is willing to toss eight. Like he's still a business you, guy, you can, right? You can like, also see, you can also see it as uh the thing where Jeff Bezos, I'm not Jeff. Yeah. Jeff Bezos owns the Washington post and all these articles that came through the Washington post. Yeah. I'm just saying he got the money to find out the information that needs to be found out. I'm just saying. I mean, I get all of that. I just don't think that he's going to be willing to throw that much money into a dumpster Listen, fire. This is the same thing about it. $8 billion to him is like us eating at a $100 steakhouse. That's what it is, $8 billion to him. <laughs> but it's not throwing $8 billion there. And I'm just saying. At that. I yeah. really hope it happens. I need this. We all need this. All right, let's let's switch over to the NBA. Um, The All Star starters got dropped. Yes, sir. Zion Williamson wasn't one of them. Obviously, Um, but I obviously was saying that it was going to be a reserve. You didn't not say that. I just want to say that you did not say that. All right, go get. How off were we when we did our starter predictions? We were off on each conference. We were off by one player. So we did pretty good. We did pretty good. Uh, Luca was in the West starting lineup out over Dame, which we all kind of agreed it was between him. Point flip, yeah. Between them two and Donovan Mitchell. If you put any of them in there, I don't think any of us would be like, what the fuck is happening? We're fine. I think, one, I think we're good. I think more so we said it was Damian Lillard and Luca Doncic. Mitchell was just that third. Number three, yeah. But even, I'm just saying, like, I, I know that we had someone on um, Instagram say, like, oh, um, where's where's Donovan Mitchell? And I was like, literally, we're splitting hairs at this point. Any of them get in, no one's fighting anybody. We'll here. get a reserve anyway, so it's fine. It, exactly. If he's not a reserve, that's a snub. We, yeah. We'll talk about that next week if there's a snub like that. But on the East, the only one we got wrong was James Harden, and Kyrie was there. And I actually have issue with that. I don't think that – I think James Harden has been playing so well, even when Kyrie was out. He's been the consistent person there. And I am a I'm a registered James Harden hater, but this yeah, man has you showed hate up. James Harden. I don't I can't even I can't find a reason to hate. He's doing all the things that I wanted him to do in Houston, which was play defense, which he's doing. And yeah. like he's lead he's playing winning basketball now. He's doing everything for that team. And I like I can't hate. I mean, either one is fine, but I, I, I agree with you. I think it, it should have been Harden. Harden is doing everything that we thought he probably couldn't do, uh, being that facilitator. Uh, he stepped back on the scoring side of it, but he still scores. And we saw in the games when um, – who were they playing? I forgot. But when uh, Kyrie and Durant were out, he – I mean, he went he went ham and he had the game winner too. No, yeah. I – yeah, 100%. I mean, it's just I, – I just think he's been balling on like – like the only person like I would be like, oh, okay, you want to put like Jason Tatum in there somehow? Okay, I don't know how forward – another forward goes in, but like – I don't know. Kyrie's missed a bunch of games. They can They found ways to win without him. Just I don't know. But he is when he does play. He is. I mean, he's killing it too. Yeah. I just. I, yeah. I get it. I mean, he's still an all star. I just. Right. I like, like his we'll, starter. We'll get into it here in a bit, but obviously it's the him and Harden show right now without Durant playing, and they're killing it. Yeah. I mean, even I. I yeah, that's fine. I, I think Zach Levine is also a, more of a a starter than than Kyrie at this point. Uh, but that's just maybe me. I'm hating Kyrie a little too much, even though he's been balling. He's been balling. You might be splitting hairs there, but I don't think so. I think I'm okay with either one of these guys being it. Uh, 
same like we said about the West, where it's just you're flipping a coin and the other ones are reserved. They're still going to play, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, that's true, that's true. The, the Nets also just kind of swept everyone in the West. Like Anyone that beat in the West, they swept them. Um, and yeah. that was without being at full force. Obviously, the Lakers did not have AD, yeah. um, which I think is a big part of it. But then you can also say the Nets didn't have KD, so it's like which one means more to their yeah, team? AD means much, much more. <laughs> AD, every, yeah. I mean, everyone knows this. If, if you don't have a full and healthy AD and LeBron on the Lakers, they're not going to win. They're not going to make it far. Uh, it's just not they, – they can't compete with everyone else that has uh, those heavy hitters. The Nets are fortunate. They've got three guys. They can play two out of three any night. And when they had one out of three, they still won too. Yeah. So – Pete, being our resident Laker fan, what is your concern level with the Lakers, with AD being out right now and the potential to be out long term? That's okay. I'm okay with it. Let him sit. Let him sit double the time he needs. I think what the original is two to four weeks, two to three weeks, whatever it was. Let him sit five, six weeks. They got some games. They got a little bit of buffer. You want you're you're in win now mode, right? LeBron needs to win within this year and next year. If, if you bring him back too early, like Kevin Durant came back and he blows Achilles, he's gone for two years. He's gone this year and next year. And at that point, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. You got you to gotta salvage whatever you can. Even if this year is fucked, I think you save it for next year. That, that's how important I think it is. Um, just with the longevity and how much he has left. Also, eight, you know, LeBron's around for a few more years, but AD is that next step that long-term future that they need to hold anyways do whatever you can to salvage him from getting hurt uh and if it means sit him long-term for this year let him sit until he's completely cleared and good and if this year sucks come back next year but if you blow him if you put him out too early right now you take out both years you've you shot yourself in the foot yeah go Gia. i'm trying to figure out okay never mind I was like the I was on like Brooklyn's website and I got really confused because they only have games up until March listed and I don't know why. Really weird. They haven't, they haven't posted the full uh, schedule. Schedule past I think uh, All Star break. Okay. Do you know why? I'm just wondering. Uh, this is something I noticed a while back too, but I think okay. they they haven't put out the schedule post that. I think they're probably trying to just see how many games get played, how many get postponed, and that's probably what it is. It's, okay. There's been a lot of postponed games, so they're probably gonna revamp that schedule for the second half of the year after the all-stars that makes sense okay that makes that makes a lot of sense okay cool i am in the boat of i think the washington wizards are now the best team if if the nets are just sweeping everybody i mean they haven't beaten washington so how can you say washington isn't the best team? <laughs> i need like a mute button. i'm back i'm back i'm just kidding i'm just i you know listen i don't have much to be happy about as a wizards fan outside of bradley Beal being an all-star and they're on a four-game win streak, but you know, I get it. The Nets are the Nets are playing to the level of their competition, which is what's worrisome when you go into the playoffs, right? If you're going to be like the third or fourth seed, and then you play to the level of your competition and then lose somehow on game in game seven, that's a problem. I mean, I don't know because when even that's and that's at full strength, they had all of their starters there, and they lost to the Pistons, they lost to the Sixers, who are good, they lost to Washington twice. Like I, I don't understand what this team is. Like it's, it's, it's weird because they can play really well and then play really poorly because they don't play any fucking defense. Talking about the Nets, right? Yes, the Nets, Nets, not the Wizards. The Wizards don't play, also don't play any defense. But thing yes. about the Nets, all right, 
it doesn't matter. They're like the Lakers, like I said last year. It doesn't matter what they look like in the regular season, whether they win to this team, lose to that team, doesn't matter. When they hit the playoffs, all three of those guys will come out hitting it hard, and you're not going to be able to compete with them. On any given night, all three of them are capable of dropping 30, 30 plus. Yeah, but they have to play defense. They don't like every Nets game I've watched, they play shit defense. And that will hurt you in the in the playoffs. When you're playing Boston and Philly, that's gonna be a fucking problem. I'm not talking about when you play in the first round. The second round is I think they'll kick it up a notch. I, I'm they need to literally not worried at all about their defense. I they're 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 the sixth worst worst defensive team right now. Six yeah. worst. Is and like you have three MVP MVP candidates pretty much. Maybe Kyrie's not, but like three MVP candidates right there. And like you can't be that bad because if you say that, right, the Lakers are number one, and they're they're in the same kind of boat, right? It, it's gonna come back to bite them in the ass if they don't. I mean, Golden State is fifth, and they don't have Clay, right? So it's like, I don't know. It just, it's worrisome. I still have them as my as my East pick. Don't get me wrong. I still have them as East pick. I I get what you're saying. I agree with you. I think they're just coasting right now. I think they'll kick out up a notch when they get to the playoffs, and I honestly think they're gonna breeze through the playoffs. I'm literally not worried about them at all. If all three of those guys are healthy and they're good, um, their bench is good, they're going to blow through the playoffs. I'm looking at the standings right now because I just want to see if the season ended today. I just want to know where oh, – they're, they're two. They're second. Okay, cool. They're two. The number Nets? Seven. Yeah, there's number two in the East. Yep. Number two in the East. So they'd, so, play, they'd play the Knicks. The Knicks are in the playoffs as of right now. What? What universe is this? That's hilarious. Yo, we'll have to see see how the rest of this year and season plays out, right? Like, what happens after All Star break? How many postponed games are there? Will we have a bubble play in type of situation? Um, It's going to be interesting. Yep. Yep. I mean, I'm excited. I'm. I still think the Nets are going to find a way into the finals. I. I just disagree that I think it's going to be a little bit more. It's going to be tougher than you're making it sound. I don't think it's going to be like a. 16 and 0 in their kind of situation or 12 and 0. Oh, but I think we'll drop a game or two here or there, but I think they'll still get through easily. Let's see. Let's see. Let's All right, guys. I got a quick game. Okay. Not like Gogia's games where it's like kind of like all over the place. I have a quick game where I just want to know y'all's opinion on what teams are pretenders or, you know, they're real in the sense that. They're in this place right now. Like, all right, for an example, Utah Jazz. Right now, mm-hmm. they're number one, mm-hmm. right? Best record in the league. They're number one overall. Are they real? Like, are they likely to go to the championship game? No. Championship game, no. I mean, conference championship game, possible. Not the finals. I think they could be the Denver of last year where they go to the conference finals. And then they could even take it to seven, but I don't think they'll they'll – win that game win that last game they don't have the experience in my opinion to make to win that kind of game that that's experience you, at that point do you agree pete yep all right what do you think jk you got to answer them too like well you're not playing the game no more i was i was, I was hosting the game bro okay i mean you can also answer <laughs> you can, uh, i i i also agree I, I i think they're pretenders i feel like they're going to drop off and the lakers or the clippers are going to come up Let's assume where they're sitting right now, one, right? Let's say yeah. they get one or two. You're still looking. Will, will, they, will they be one or two at the end? How about that? Yes. I think, they, I think they can. I think you can win a regular season. I think they can be one going into the regular season, regular season because they're trying to be one, right? I think, yeah, that's possible. But just because yeah. you're one doesn't mean you go to the championship. I think Lakers or Clippers may hop them. 
throughout the season. Yeah. I think they end up maybe – I think they'll end up as a two, maybe three if Clippers and Lakers catch them. The only two games behind. Will Philly be one of the top two teams in the East? Right now they're standing at 20 and 11. The Nets are 20 and 12. And Milwaukee's 18 and 13. If Embiid keeps playing the way he is and he doesn't get hurt, yeah. Embiid's the big X factor there. I, dude, he just dropped a 50-piece, too. If he can stay healthy and not miss any games, uh, pick up any injuries. It's wild. What a difference a year makes and what a difference a, what a difference a better coach makes. Like, you know what I mean? My worry, like the Nets can take one, but you said top two. I only, end up two. Yeah, I think they make up two. The only worry of them dropping to three, in my opinion, is – or actually four because the Celtics – I think the Celtics, if they can figure it out, could be just as good of a team. Because doesn't it work? The top three are your division leaders, right? And then the same division? Or has that changed? I don't know if that's changed or not. It has not changed, right? I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, no, it hasn't. It has changed. Never mind. So they, I think they might fall to three. They might, they might fall to three if Boston gets it. But, I mean, if I was a betting man, which I am, I'll take them at two. I'll take I them. think Brooklyn's definitely going to hop them for one. Mm-hmm. And I – personally feel like they're going to kind of mellow out to number three. I, I think the Bucks catch up. The Bucks have been playing like total shit. I, mean, I they, think they, no, they put it the together. Bucks, um, the Bucks, oh man, they do not look good. The yeah. Bucks have looked like total shit. Even in their wins, you're just like, what the fuck are you doing? You're playing like, you're playing a high school team. What the fuck? Why are you playing to this level? It's like, I just personally feel like... It's one of those things where they're playing so bad that I feel like at one point they're going to, like, turn it on. I mean, you got to hope. You got to right. hope. Next question. Right now, as we sit today, New York and Charlotte are at 7 and 8 seed. Will they make? Will either one of them make the playoffs or will they fall out? Uh... Teams behind them currently? Chicago, Miami, and Atlanta. And, or, and, remember, and Orlando. Orlando. And Orlando. And then the Wizards at no. 13. I say Hornets make it in, Knicks fall out, and either am any one of those three teams can get in. Actually, any four of those teams, they're all tied at 13. So okay. I'll give it to the Bulls. To give perspective, right, the Hawks are the 11th seed right now and they're only two and a half games back from the pacers which are the fourth seed so that's how close it is um yeah i think honestly i don't think either one of them make it in my opinion i think the chicago picks it back up and i think miami with a healthy jimmy butler is going to pick it back up too four games is not that much honestly it's, it's honestly for the heat it's only one and a half game to get to the eighth seed yeah um, yeah I don't, I, think- I don't think either one is going to make it either if I had to pick I'm one, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the Lamelo train, and I think I think the Hornets get in. I, I want the Hornets to make it. I I do want them to make it. I just don't think I don't see it happening. Like I I like them with Melo. I like Gordon Hayward. I like all like the flashy plays that they're doing. Like nice, yeah, it's nice. I I was actually gonna go the other way. I I just think Julius Randle's having this fucking season right now, and now they got Derrick Rose back there. I want to see the Derrick Rose in the playoffs. I just want to. Just one last time. Come on, give me one. I want this pair of One, one last, last try. One last try. You got any more? All right. My last question. 
All right, tell me, tell me, tell me. Where does Phoenix end on the West Coast? Like, what's their seating? Right now, they stand at fourth. Hmm. Mm, I'll flip them right now, fifth. I think Utah, the Utah Jazz, the Lakers, the Clippers, and I think Portland, in whatever order, will take the top four, and that Phoenix finishes right after. Spurs, Nuggets, Warriors will stay in that bottom half. I think they go down to six. I think I agree Trailblazers when CJ McCullough comes back is now an even better team. And I feel like the Nuggets can pick it to get, uh, figure it out. Like Jokic is playing like a fucking monster. I feel like that's the case. But I wouldn't be shocked if they're five, five or six, to be honest. I, I'm just taking the low because I, I, I believe in the Nuggets. But I don't. I wouldn't be shocked if they were five. I put them at five for now. They're, I mean, Phoenix. I like CP3 and yeah, they're just killing. Okay, actually, I agree with you. I, I agree. I think five is a good place. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're better than the Nuggets. But I think CJ McCollum not being there is like a huge, huge missing piece at this point. So yeah, that's, that's I'm interesting. Them a little bit. They're only what a game, game and a half behind, whatever. So yeah, yeah. one game. Yeah, they're one game behind. Uh, I, I like that seating, and it just kind of shows how great CP3 is, man. Like kind of taking the the Suns from where they were last year to this it's like cp3 comes to your team and you're instantly 10 games better at least 10 games if not 20 games better in my opinion right now like even at his age because like what's the what's the rest of the team's difference nothing like there's nothing else different about this team yeah like the biggest pieces ayton's taking the next step sure but like I mean, Devin Booker's taking next up, but CP3 is making it happen. I agree. Personally, out of all the teams in the West, the one team that I feel like will have a drop off at some point will be the Spurs. I don't know why. Like, I, I love Pop, but I just feel like he's like, they're the one team that I just really don't trust right now. And it's because they don't really have the sour power that they used to have. Like, DeRozan's still good, but like, I just personally feel feel like that if the Mavs were going to come up and steal someone's spot, it's going to be like, I just like the power on the Memphis uh, Grizzlies and the Dallas Mavs more than what the San Antonio Spurs got. I mean, Keldon, Keldon Johnson's is playing real well. He's, he's like fitting that system really well, but yeah, maybe it's not this year. Maybe it's like a year from now where he takes the next step. Cause I mean, he's just a rookie. So. Or no, it's the second yeah. year. It's the second year. Sorry, it's the second year. From yeah, okay. Yeah, I, was gonna say. I had a thing, but let me pull it up if I got it. Okay, you guys want to hear some crazy? I found the, I found this crazy thing on Instagram. It's more of a conversation piece, more than any other debate. I think you guys would be interested to hear. So for the NBA, it's called the darkest timeline. It's pretty much if every star that lost in the finals went to the team they pulled a kd the team that they lost to so in 95 96 right do you want to hear this or no you don't hear this no continue it's uh kofi is not going to boston is what i would have said that is one of them that is one of them but hear hear me out hear me out this is um this was okay 1995 um shaq lost to the rockets in in orlando and then he would join um, he would join the Rockets of that team. And it's wild because I'm pretty sure this is Hakeem Olajuwon, Shaq, Jet, Jimmy, um, what it's called. What's his name? Jet. What The guy on TNT. Why am I blanking on his name? 
Do you guys remember? What I'm talking about? Yeah, Kenny Smith. Smith. I don't know why I said Jimmy. Uh, okay, there's a lot of these. Yo, 2007 Heat. Dirk would go and play with Alonzo Morning, Shaq, and Dwayne Wade. These are just absurd. Hey, KD did it. I'm just saying, KD's the only one. Um, wait, who who did the Lakers play in 2008? Eight Celtics. Why is Carmelo the one they moved? I don't know. That's weird. No, that's stupid. Because Melo never got anywhere. That's why. Wait, did Melo? Did they play the Melo in the Western Conference Finals? Uh, in 2008. Yeah. Where did they move Melo to? The Lakers with Kobe and Ron Artest and Paul. Yeah, because the Nuggets just could never get past the Lakers. That's why. Yo, that's a nasty team. Can you imagine Carmelo and Kobe with yeah, Paul Gasol? The, the Nuggets played the Lakers, yeah. One <laughs> Can you imagine? I think that's kind of what they figured. They're like, yo, Kobe's not going to go to Boston, so we'll move Melo over here. Well, yeah. no, they do it. They do it later because Kobe won that year, right? So, uh, okay, then they got Giannis going to um, – Going to Toronto in 2019, which was rumored, but didn't happen. Paul George going to the, the big three, what's it called? Um, Miami Heat team. with. Can you imagine that team with Mario Chalmers, LeBron, um, Bosch, Dwayne Wade, and early PG? Fucking wild. Oh, here. You might like this. You might like this. Um, uh, what's it called? Pete. Kevin Garnett joining the 2004 Lakers. We we probably needed him. We got just rocked by Detroit. Oh no, they moved Kobe to the um 2006 2007 Suns with Steve Nash, Amari Stoudemire, um, Sean Marion, and Roger Bell. That's the year. No, that wasn't the year. Yeah, it's like a year before. They they moved LeBron to the Celtics when he couldn't beat the Celtics. That team's nasty too. And then they moved Michael Jordan to the Pistons, the Bad Boy Pistons, which is impossible. This is, I mean, interesting and funny, but it's just so stupid. <laughs> yeah, just interesting. It, 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 that's just number one. It's just clickbait, which I love. Like I love clickbait just because I always click on it. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. It is. <laughs> but it's like, yo, where do you even come up with the concept of like, oh, yeah. let me just come up with like the darkest timeline. These players, what would have happened if these players that lost this one team this one year I, went and joined I'll, that team? You what, I don't like those. I like the other timelines of trades that should have happened or didn't happen or what could have happened, like the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers. Yeah, like, but see, like the Chris Paul trade was an actual real scenario that got rejected by the league. So right, you have two or three of those that lead to a domino effect of what could have happened based off of that. If they went there, uh, if the other team didn't lose a person, if they end up getting first pick of the draft, etc., things like that. Those those make logical sense, which make it more fun and entertaining. This is just like this shit would never happen. <laughs> yeah, you're on trivia question or no? You're on trivia NBA questions trivia. It's not. Um, it's not. Nothing else. Go for it. What? Who has, who has led the league more times in scoring? Uh, Steph Curry or T Mac? T Mac. Mac. Okay, good job, guys. Proud of you. Who is okay? Who has led the um, league in scoring more times? Dwayne Wade, or? Uh, that one's easy. Never mind. Who is okay? Here, how many? Who's led the league in scoring more times? Um. James Harden or Allen Iverson? Wait, what? 
Who's led the league in scoring more times? James Harden or Allen Iverson? I'm going to go James Harden? No, wait. AI was the scoring machine, too. You guys got to tell me an answer. I said AI. Oh, you said AI. What did you say? Just for Devils, uh, I'm going to go Harden. Harden had three as of right now. He's not scoring. He's not the leading scorer right now this year, but and Iverson was four times. You want another one? Bait question. You know he likes Iverson. He's gonna. It's gonna be Iverson. Of course it is. I know. I know. (laughs) Okay, here. Um, Kobe or KD? Kobe. KD. It is KD. KD is led the league four times. It is KD, but I can't ever say not Kobe. Uh, I'll give you one last one. Shaq or Kobe or LeBron? Put them in order. And what? Who has scored the most points per game? Um, Average most points per game in a season. How many? How many times were the leading scorer? Sorry, Shaq. I was like Jesus. Shaq, Kobe, and LeBron. Shaq, LeBron, Kobe. Shaq, KD, or wait, Shaq, Kobe, and LeBron. Yeah, who is most to Shaq, least? Shaq, Kobe, LeBron. What'd you say? Shaq, LeBron, Kobe. It's actually Shaq and Kobe both did it twice, so they're equal, and LeBron only once. Mm-hmm. Fun things. It was just this little thing that I saw, and I was like, hey, that's pretty cool. Interesting. I'll leave you with one last one that I forgot to mention about the All-Stars. So I don't know if you guys noticed, so last year uh, for the starters, there were four starters that were international players, which was the record set last year. This year, there was five. You know, which who were the Dude, five? Can you ask me that one more Giannis? time? Say that again. Can you say it one more time? Say it one more time. Sorry. Last year, there was a record set with starters for the All-Star game with four international players. This mm-hmm. year, the record got broken again with five now. So, like, it's interesting. There's a trend of international players becoming the starters, mm-hmm. at least for the last two years. What are, who, who are the five? Well, there's Giannis. Luka. Luka. Mm-hmm. Jokic. Mm-hmm. Um, Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. So you named four of them, right? Okay. Is okay. Let's go through this. Uh, LeBron is not one. Uh, Curry's not one. Curry's not one. KD's not one. KD's from here. She's not. Beal's from here. Beal's from St. Louis. Who am I forgetting right now? Kyrie and Kawhi. Kawhi's from San Diego and. Kyrie's from New York. Kyrie's from Australia. No, he's not. No way. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm fact checking. This seems like a. This seems like a bullshit. Oh, whatever. That doesn't count. Huh? I want to see when he came here because if it was like 15 minutes after he was born, that doesn't fucking count. There's your uh, five, buddy. Kyrie uh, was the fifth one. Um, uh, actually. Hold on, hold on, Yeah. I mean, he moved, he relocated to the United States when he was two years old. That doesn't count. He plays for the United States team. It's not like Ben Simmons when he like grew up there or some shit. No, that's stupid. That's not. He played basketball in fucking New Jersey. That's not. That's. I hate that. That's a stupid question. Listen, I don't make up the stats, but he's recognized. The NBA recognizes him as an Australian, so that counts as international. 
I, uh, he's, but it's he all about what you identify as, Gogia. But he's uh, he plays for the American team. <laughs> I mean, they all. I mean, like, <laughs> like no, because like Ben Simmons. No, like I, he's played for Team USA. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But Ben Simmons played for Team Australia in, in the FIBA, so like that's like a that's that's guy, you know. That's like I don't like that. Whatever, fine. Then Kobe it's isn't a technicality. That's then what Kobe it is. isn't a U.S. player, right? Okay, fine. That's, that's, that's what he is. What the fuck? Yes, he is. Listen, it was just a fun. Oh no, he was born in Pennsylvania, but he lived in like Italy. What the fuck? Fuck this! I hate this game. It's a stupid game. I. You know what? You y'all need to subscribe. And all right, that's all. Otherwise, I'm gonna be real bad. I'm gonna you're be you're, you're you're annoyed with my my game or my my fifth player of Kyrie being Australian descent versus you giving me a dark timeline that's something that would never exist. <laughs> I'll leave it on that. All right. Touche. Touche. Touche, you douche. Okay, uh, that's what I'm gonna say. Touche, you douche. <laughs> well, thanks everyone for tuning in this week. <laughs> I'm very angry right now. I'm like very unsettled by all of this, but fine. That's fine. That's fine. Bye. Like, share, share, subscribe. Yeah, make sure you like, subscribe, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Also realize that Kyrie is from America, not just because he was there for two years. All right, bye guys. R.I.P. Sean Taylor. R.I.P. KB24.